Mike, turn your games down. Hi, episode 255 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who's playing a Warriors game with me tonight? Hey, Joe Menjivar. You can just call me Joe. Welcome, and your first time on the show. Yep. And you were the only person to answer my call to talk about this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants yeah. to talk about Fire Emblem Warriors. The weird talk about Fire Emblem uh, Warriors came off for Switch and 3DS, developed by Omega Force and Team Ninja, published by Nintendo in America, and came out in 2017. Doesn't feel that long ago. You know, I was like five years. Uh, yeah. So this. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say my. So I was playing the 3DS version of this game that I randomly picked up at a Best Buy, I think, for like ten dollars. I also played the 3DS version. I bought it. When it came out, I think this is the last 3DS game I bought. Okay. Yeah, what I made bought you pick it up? In EB Games. <laughs> I like Fire Emblem, and I was I vaguely like Musou games, so I figured I'd try it. And I, I played I played it for a bit. I uh, I didn't know how much I, I didn't realize how much I had had played it until I looked at my save file, and there was like twenty something hours in it. But I do, nice. I remember nothing of those twenty hours. <laughs> See, that's a, that's the beauty about 3DS. It could have just been a situation where you're just. You're just out and about somewhere, so you're just you have it with you. It could have been. I mean, that's the perfect way. Like, this is a perfect game to just have like there without any having to care about anything because you really don't have to <laughs> just play. Yeah, it. So yeah. The, I mean, that's fair enough. <laughs> so I, I played this on easy because that was that's how I play every game that I do for the show or every game I play yep. in general. I didn't have to worry about a lot in this game with the systems. I didn't have to learn them. I could just kill things and just keep moving, and nothing really happened. What difficulty did yeah, you try it on? Uh, I had. I, I also played it on easy because I wanted to okay. get through as much as possible. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that, hey, that's in my opinion. That's how I tell everyone when you play when I play games or people play games. Like playing on easiest difficulty, get through it, enjoy it. Because most of us don't have a whole lot of time, and most of us have jobs, and we have money to get other games. So just yeah. you know, enjoy it, and move on. I yeah, really love basically. It. <laughs> yeah, this is. I uh, I find that <laughs> as I get older, I I play more games on easy, and uh, and I'm okay with that. I, I don't have any, like, uh, hang-ups or pride about playing things on hard mode. I only play a few games on hard mode. I beat Alan Wake on hard mode back in the day because I just fell in love with Alan Wake. Like, yeah. it's got to be a special game, from, and it Achievement Horror was partly to that. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it don't happen. I just can't do it. Yeah, no, I like, I, like you said, like, there is <laughs> life and other things to do, you know? And too many games to play, as I always say now. Yeah. Yeah, tells me. Yeah, I uh, I have uh, I started playing Baldur's Gate three, so uh, <laughs> you know, it's hard to play other things. Yeah, but see, that's what's nice about a Musu. It doesn't involve much concentration or worry. So I I want to yeah, ask it, you, what is your history yeah. of Fire Emblem? I started with Fire Emblem Awakening. Oh, okay. I feel like I might have tried one of the earlier ones. I, I I'm not sure, but I, I know I, I bought Fire Emblem Awakening. I had mistaken it for Golden Sun. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a sequel to Golden Sun, uh, and it wasn't. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know why. I think I just got the names mixed up. I ended up, I bought it, and uh, at the time there was a, a cool um, promotion that Nintendo did, where if you bought Fire Emblem and I want to say Shin Megami Tensei five or four, they'd give you like a twenty five dollar voucher. So I ended up buying both because I wanted that voucher. I, I don't know why I could have just yeah, spent the twenty five dollars. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, it, it takes it off the price of the game. So you you feel like, you're, I mean, you're getting a deal, essentially, and you get more games. Yeah, yeah. So, eh, but, I uh, yeah, I, 
Yeah, I instantly loved it. I've played through it, I don't know how many times. Uh, I lent it to, I lent my copy to my friend Lucas like five years ago. He hasn't given it back yet. Um, yeah, so I haven't played it in a while. <laughs> but uh, I played, ones. yeah, there is. <laughs> but, you know, I played, um, was the one that Fates, the one that came after? Okay. I remember seeing it, but I never played it. Yeah, Fates was cool, but not as good. I think, yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, the it, the biggest problem was that they Pokemon Red and Blued it, where you oh, bought. Yeah. yeah, so I think one was Birthright, the other one was I don't remember right now. <laughs> look it up. Conk, I think that's right. I remember seeing them because I I used to work at a FedEx at the time when it was out. And I would go to Target for lunch every day. And I remember, yeah. wa- and I would always walk by electronics. Why not? And I remember seeing it there, and I remember seeing the different ones, and I was always wondering what the differences were. And I think there was even a third one that was download only. Yeah, that's right. At another you, campaign. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I think I bought Birthright. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's good. I think the systems are a little more updated, so it's a little more polished. Um, the story, I think, in Awakening was probably a little more coherent than. A little less incesty. There's kind of some of that going on in. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's but, cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize was... that you had played that much Fire Emblem, or that you had a hist. Like that makes more sense why you picked this game up too. Yeah, and the Three Houses played through that two times already. I keep meaning to go and do the third house, but uh, I don't know. I just I, I'd have to dedicate some time to it. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to play games. You know, especially the same game like three times. I mean, I know it's like probably a little bit different stories, but that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still got to go through the prologue or whatever. Oh, yeah, that would I would make it through (laughs) once and just be done and turn it off and never go back. But that's me. Like, oh, I got one experience. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I have also played the uh, sequel to this game. (laughs) Uh, The uh, three fates. Fire Emblem Warriors, three fates. Yeah. But, you know, it's another situation where I, I haven't put a lot of time into it. But honestly, playing through uh, playing playing through this one a bit, I've been I've been tempted to to give Three Fates another shot. Well, the Three Fates one, from my understanding, is more of a sequel to Three Houses, or at least an alternate universe. I I can't I've never played it, and I was I've heard people talk about it a little. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. From what but I'm I like don't twelve hours or whatever I put into it, yeah, it is <laughs> okay. like uh, kind of a sequel, kind of alternate timeline sort of thing. I know it's kind of like Age of Calam- uh, Legend of Zelda Age of Calamity or Legend of Zelda Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which is a like a prequel to Breath of the Wild, but an alternate universe, somebody was telling me. But I haven't played it. I own it, but I haven't touched it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's, honestly, it's pretty easy to do with Musou games. Just buy them and forget to play them. Yeah. I mean, with Fire Emblem, I've only ever played Fire Emblem for GBA, the first one that came here. I beat it on a phone. Yeah, nine years ago. <laughs> emulated. Yeah. Oh yeah, I emulated my Android phone at the time, and I remember just walking around with my son, who was like six at the time, and I'd just be sitting there making, you know, doing stuff on my phone while just doing, while we were just doing whatever. Yeah. That's how I. Yeah. That's how I beat it, and I don't remember much about it. I tried to play Sacred Stones, couldn't get into Sacred Stones, and I've never really touched Fire Emblem since then. Like I thought about it, I've I've seen them. I think I might even own another another one, but I've just never played them. Oh, and you just bought this because it was ten bucks. It was like ten or fifteen bucks at Best Buy, and I just gotten a 3DS, and I was like, "Well, I want more games for my 3DS that I just bought off my friend." And I just bought—I was—I was probably there to get Amiibos, and then I just randomly bought it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't go to Best Buy often, so I think it was. And I—I I, would—I remember going for Amiibo sometimes because I would be able to order them online and just go pick them up. Yeah. So yeah, I have a yeah. bunch of Fire Emblem Amiibos 
background, <laughs> but I don't even know who the characters are, really. Yeah, I mean, the like, Fire Emblem characters generally look kind of cool, so if you're just into anime fantasy, you know, they tick the boxes. It's more of that, like, with Amiibos, it's kind of that idea that if I don't do it, and I want it later on, I'm going to have to pay way more than I want to pay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that was part of it, because... I remember at one time I was like, oh, Amiibos will be cheap. I'll pick them up when they're like $5. And that never happened. Like Affinity did. Yeah. I got the yeah, whole, that's true, I guess. The whole Star Wars set is like buy one, get three free or something crazy like that at one yeah, point. Trying to get them out of the shops. Oh, yeah. They were just, and that's all I had the entire Star Wars set and Marvel <laughs> set. <laughs> so, right on. They're just in drawers and, and they were hanging. They were on bookshelves around me. They looked cool, but then my cat decided they had to fly. So then they stopped being on yeah. bookshelves. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the Amiibos. They, they, they learned how to fly a couple times, and they had to be put away. Yeah. You know, well, speaking of Amiibos, I guess, this is one of the few games I have bought, like, merchandise of. Okay. I, uh, I just looking over, I have, uh, or Fire Emblem Awakening is, anyways. Uh, I'm just looking over, I have a Figma of um, one of the main characters from the game, who's in Warriors. Figmas are expensive. I don't know why I bought this one. It just kind of stands there. It looked yeah, cool, I guess. It happens. I mean, I I thought about it with Xeno Gear. I think I think those are Figma for Xeno Gears. There's some figures for Xeno Gears that I thought about dropping the 150 bucks or so for. Yeah. So I understand. I haven't done it, but I, oh, I understand. I feel I feel like I bought this when the exchange rates were better. I live in Canada, by the way. So okay. Yeah, I think when the exchange rates were better, I was a little more loose with money. <laughs> no, I, I completely know the all about a lot about the exchange rates in Canada and stuff. I have a good friend of mine that's on the show a lot, Blair, who's in Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Oh yeah. So we hear all about Canada when I when I talk with him. Is that how you you pronounce the name of that province? I that's how I pronounce it just now. I'm not sure how I normally say. It. Oh, it well, I just I noticed that like Americans kind of uh, are more literal with how would they pronounce it? Like Canadians yeah, that's how I generally it. almost say it like Newfoundland. Yeah, say, like, that makes sense. I've heard him say it many many times. And... Yeah. No, just a fun thing I I just uh, noticed. Oh, you're fine. I guess I've noticed before. Uh, and then, so I also want to ask, like, our history of Warriors games. So I have played a few Warriors games in the past. I be, was a big fan of Dynasty Warriors Gundam because I could achievements back in the day in 360. Right. And I played some of the early, like, three or four on PS2. I like. I remember yeah. liking those. And I haven't touched one since Hyrule Warriors on the Wii U. I beat that. And then I haven't touched one since. I uh, Yeah, I started with, uh, like, uh, some of the Dynasty Warriors on okay. PS2. I don't. I don't remember which ones. I didn't own a PS2. These were. This was like on a friend's PS2. If it was, uh, so two, I, I couldn't tell you. If it was two players, it was probably that. three or four. It might have been. I, I only played it solo. I think. Okay. And uh, I, I think I played a little uh, Warriors Orochi as well. Oh, those are those are kind of cool. I I own the whole set for 360. Yeah, those were like what, like a mix of Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I yeah. think they're kind of like more of a a best of type version. I think okay. I never touched them. Yeah. I don't remember. This was like 20 years ago. I <laughs> know oh, you're good. I, they're just like, it's always a game that just exists, but I think for Musso, it has to be where you like whatever the topic is like in this case. Yeah. Yeah. From then I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't much of a console gamer for a long time and I wasn't broadly interested in Musso's. Uh, and I, I, I had a, playstation vita and when you have a playstation vita you're starved for whatever game you can get oh i get that <laughs> hey vita's so got there some was, good stuff vita's got some bangers man they got persona 4 that's where i played that excellent yeah, game yeah one of my favorite games of all time but uh so there was a series of 
boob physics based musos called Senran Kagura. There is there is a Kiba strip, yeah. But the one I'm talking about is uh, Senran Kagura, which is about these very jiggly ninjas <laughs> uh, who beat the clothes off each other. That, that sounds fair. Uh, it's, it's not good. I'm not proud of it. But when you have a Vita and you're looking for a game to play, hey. sometimes sometimes you pick up things you're not proud of. Eh, you um, play what you play. I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a game. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I have no judging here. I've played many different games, and yeah. We have all been horny and 20 at some point. Yes. Um, Oh, God, when I was 20, I had a poster of Tina from Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 2 above my bed. So, hey. That's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Then my roommate made me take it down. She's like, you can't have that here. I mean, they did you a favor. (laughs) Well, I, I live with my my son was living with me who was like th- like probably two or three at the time and it was his his grandma and she's like why you can't have this around him I'm like it doesn't matter he'll see it eventually <laughs> but I, I took it down but yeah so I'm a big fan of extreme beach volleyball back in the day I uh, I mean I played the PSP one and genuinely not a not bad volleyball game it's a good chill game <laughs> yeah I mean just play volleyball put on your like especially the original Xbox put on your own music and just kind of chill yeah. So from the Senran Kagura games, I kind of didn't play that many. And then the Switch, or uh, I guess, I guess, no, I guess Fire Emblem uh, Warriors was probably the next one I played after that. Just because it had been a few years since I'd played a Muso, and I like Fire Emblem. And I, I happened to be at an EB Games, because in Canada, we still had EB Games. You're lucky Or else they had, uh, well, so they had been bought out by GameStop by then. Yeah. And there was even a stretch where a few of them had rebranded to GameStop. But it lasted like a couple months, and then they were back to EB Games like for whatever reason. A waste of money to do that. Yeah, yeah. And now they're back to being GameStops. <laughs> Until they just but randomly yeah, closed down one day. Yeah, yeah. This one was, uh, I was with my friend. She wanted to buy Amiibo cards for Animal Crossing, the okay. one that was on 3DS. I, I went with her to this uh, EB Games, and the guy there actually didn't even know that they had released this game on 3DS. <laughs> uh, which uh which was very cool i had to explain to that no there was a there's a 3ds version uh, i sold That's it fair i mean it's not because like i know when i first mentioned i was playing this people were like oh well i mean it's on switch i'm like no i got i got the bootleg copy i got the 3ds version <laughs> <laughs> you got the cool version there's a difference i was watching like the some of the videos and stuff like there is a difference in quality in the in the way that the i'm watching speedrun right now while we're talking and this version looks so much cleaner than my version. <laughs> I mean, all things considered, though, it, it's not a bad-looking game on the 3DS. No, I mean, it looked fine. It just, just it had the, like, area fog where enemies, you know, you can't see enemies to a certain point in front of you. Yeah, the pop-in is pretty, pretty rough. But it didn't affect any of my gameplay. Like, I mean, so pretty much this game is your is a Musu game with some added things that we'll get into as an added system. But, it's like, you know, it plays like a Musu game. You pick your character... You run across a field of area, you kill tons of enemies, you kill boss enemies and leaders, and you, you take forts and stuff, and you just, yeah, it's a Muso game. Yeah, <laughs> you mash so, on, in this situation, why a lot? Yeah, but you do get combos, at least. Like, I mean, you get combos, you also get, like, you fill up bars. I haven't played a Muso game since Hyrule Warrior, so I can't remember how that worked. But I knew, like, like in this game, I'd fill up a bar, and then I could do, like, a special attack, or I could pair with another team member, and then they do, like, little assist attacks. Yeah. You know, so there was some extra to the combat to keep me entertained and get through it faster. 
Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, there's a little bit more to it uh, than just mashing one button, but but a lot of it is mashing one button. (laughs) Yeah, I think if we played in harder difficulties, I think we actually would have to... Because one thing in this be game... Be a little more can, strategic. Yeah, because you can order your troops around. You can have troops head to yeah. a certain spot. You can you can order them in battle and have them do different yeah. things. But on easy... Yeah, I you mean, don't... I, I touched that a bit with, on the easy mode just because I, I didn't want to walk all the way to the side of the battlefield. <laughs> I get that. I would switch sometimes just to be closer to somebody else. Yeah, same. <laughs> and it, it plays like a Musou game. You run around, you have different maps, and... There's a there's a story, but we'll get into that shortly. But I mean, they do incorporate some things about Fire Emblem, like in Fire Emblem. I forgot all about this, that there's the triangle with axe, sword and polearm. Yep. And they incorporate that in this game where if you're fighting somebody that is strong against whatever weapon you have or weak against, you do more damage or vice versa, Mm -hmm. which I completely forgot was a Fire Emblem thing until this game. (laughs) Yeah, I could. What I had forgot is how weak flying units are the archers oh so that hit me a couple times well just how weak they yeah. are in general i used i think her name is cordelia the pegasus knight yeah she was fucking weak yeah you're 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 not wrong <laughs> i was dismayed because she was my wife in my first playthrough so i always hold a special place in my heart for her but she was absolutely dog meat in this game Mm-hmm. she is not good in this game at all i was getting one-shotted by random archers it was not good I don't, because every so often somebody would also like, they'll call for help throughout the battle. It's like, oh, we need help. And sometimes yeah. I would just be like, that's nice. I don't care about you. You're not part of the win requirement. So you just go die and I'll just keep doing my <laughs> yeah. thing. And they yeah. would, they would survive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've definitely had that as well. Uh, yeah, you can just let them kind of cook or order them to go somewhere else, I guess, too, which I've done a couple times as well, just because guilt, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's, no, you're playing logically. <laughs> My solution yeah. was, you just stay there, and I don't care what happens to you. Yeah, well, let me deal with this other stuff. I mean, sometimes I would just run around the map and take out all the forts, and they would go yeah. after, like, the main boss, and they would and they would just, like, yeah, I'm like, that's nice, you have fun. I'll get yeah. back to you. Yeah, but I need to kill 200 guys while I watch this episode of The Mentalist. <laughs> what I think I mean, right now. <laughs> it was a perfect type of game just to put on in the background and not care about, because you didn't need to. Uneasy. I mean, yeah, that's how I played it. I, 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 well, I've been watching, you know, catching up on shows, and it's been nice to have this diversion. I guess something to do with my fingers while I catch up on the reboot of Frasier. <laughs> but sometimes games like that are nice. Like it's nice to have that type of game. So I did something in this game that I'm assuming was me not understanding systems correctly. So when I would go into start a battle. I never changed the characters that came with me because I couldn't figure out how to pick the heroes I wanted. Yeah, they're kind of bad about that, especially early on. And from what I've played, they have, they like have certain characters as requirements on certain levels. And but can you change out your characters? Yes. I never figured out how. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's um, it's, it's they don't make it easy and. They also throw so much tutorial at you, you you may have skipped to it completely. I did. Yeah, so there you go. I was like, it's a Musou game. I know how to play a Musou game. Yeah, yeah. The problem is they give you a lot of this, like, uh, go to camp, uh, level up emblems or whatever. And that stuff's easy to skip through because it is not presented in a dynamic and cool way. No, I mean, I did some of the camp stuff. So in this game, you have a to what's called a camp essentially you can go look at your different troops that you have or your different hero characters which are fire emblem characters 
and then you can upgrade them with emblems. You can also upgrade their equipment in the blacksmith, where you because when you beat lieutenants or heroes, whatever you want to call them, on the in, on the board when you're in the in the regular game, you, they drop they drop items that then you can then use to upgrade your characters. Yeah. Plus, characters level up as you play the game. And fight. yeah, even if you don't use them, they still level up as they fight. It's not. Yeah, fixed. yeah. Yes, I definitely had one character who was about level six, where everyone else was at like fourteen. So <laughs> that was kind of bad. Yeah, there were. My solution to that was was pairing her off with the person that I was using to kind of try to grind some levels faster that way, which maybe is working. It does work. I did it too. Yeah. Oh, the problem is like once you you once everyone else is so far ahead, you can't use that person really effectively. <laughs> Because they're so far behind. I assume the game kind of levels up to where you are, but when you have one person that's so far behind, I don't pretty think easy the game get... does. I think it has set, it felt like it had set levels because there were times where I was just so freaking powerful. Because I used, because I, since I never figure out how to change characters, I always use the guy <laughs> that you start with with the gold hair, the prince. Yeah. You have the two twins, and I use them because I just never figured out how to change them out. And I'm watching a speedrun right now, and th- neither of them are in this guy's. Field. he got rid of both of them i'm like well hmm, i didn't yeah. need to do that <laughs> yeah no I, I yeah it's it's badly implemented i'll say that like it's but if you've played like another fire emblem game then like the more modern ones then it's 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 similar i guess how it's done but okay i was screw i was screwing around with map deployment and clicking on the characters names and seeing if options would come up and seeing if there was some way for me to switch them out and i couldn't find one yeah, that is where you do it, but they have honestly made it so bad that I'm um, like I, I I kind of couldn't do it a couple times just because I don't know why honestly, but I have done it. Okay, <laughs> I think it might have been just like like these characters were kind of gated or something for the scenario or whatever. It was just weird to me that I couldn't figure it out. There's also like it's you get a bunch of random items that you then also use to. Like you can change, make players have longer combos for characters. You can there's yeah. an emblem that lets you upgrade them so they get promoted and they get a different class and they're way more powerful and look different. Yep. I did it with a couple of the people. I did it with people that I didn't even have that I never switched to because I was like, oh, I like these, so I'm gonna upgrade them. Then I never they never were in my party. I yeah. Couldn't how to get them. I mean, you you also get so many materials when you're playing on E uh-huh. mode, and you might as well. I tried. I definitely to use have uh, been trying to. Uh, upgrade everyone even when I don't use them. Because sometimes, even if you don't have, is there not a player character you can choose if you, they'll just be in the battle because they just happen to be in that battle. Yeah. Like, Robin, I know I saw all the time, and he, which I don't know him at all because he's from Fire Emblem Conquest, I think. Yeah. He, the, he's, he's from the the one that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, he's, one. He is, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fates. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's the main player character. Okay, that's that's the other thing that's weird because I know this. Ga- I didn't realize this until later, but this game pulls from three different Fire Emblem games, mostly Shadow Dragon, Awakening, and the one you just said that I can't think of the name all of a sudden. <laughs> Fate. Yes, it pulls from those three, from what I was understanding. Yeah, no, Robin is from uh, Awakening, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's the player character from Awakening. Okay. Um, the uh, the the player character for for Fates is uh, I can't remember uh, Corin, I think. They're like oh, yeah. uh, they turn into a dragon. Oh, I didn't know they did that. I have the core and amiibo. Oh, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I have both. Turns into a dragon. That's cool. See, I, I want to yeah, play more cool. Fire Emblem. I just... That game uh, has its flaws, but it definitely has a. You can definitely be a dragon, and that's cool. That's a 3DS game, right? Yeah, just all Shadow Dragons on DS. I gotta play that one one day. I think that's the one with Marth in it, if I remember correctly. 
yeah. Could be, I, I, I never really like, paid like, a whole lot of attention. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not as familiar with pre-Awakening Fire Emblem. That's fine. My That's knowledge was here. basically like the two dudes that showed up in Smash Bros. back in the day. Like, I think it's Mars and Roy. Yep. I don't that, know what games they were in. in Roy is in the one that never came to America for Game Boy Advance, Binding Blade, which you can play, okay. by the way. A translated ROM copy. And then Marth was in the original NES one that never came to America. And then he's awesome. And I think pretty sure he's in Shadow Dragon, which is the DS one. I I know a decent amount of Fire Emblem, even though I've never really played any other than the one. But I well, I've Nintendo's been shoving the franchise in everyone's face for the last decade, so I guess I mean, you gotta kind of figure it out. That's why we're playing. It. That's why we're talking about this game today. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what did game. it. Yeah, I mean it was just having all of it there. I mean that's how I ended up playing this and was excited to play it. Like I. I said earlier, I had this game for like three years and I've just like, I need to put it on the podcast. I need to finally freaking play it. But kind of some other thing with the combat is like, I thought it did a good job in the maps where things keep happening and like, oh, reinforcements are coming or we have to do this or there's a, there's a thief on the map. Like it was constantly giving you new things to worry about and do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that does help uh, vary things, I guess, slightly. At the end of the day, you're still doing the same actions, but yeah, but, you know, you're at least you're not just hitting outpost captain again. Else. <laughs> oh, I, I'd go for those immediately when I see an outpost captain because then I know my troops would spawn there. Yeah, I mean, same. Okay, so I'm watching the the Switch version of this. It it isn't. It still has the same kind of enemies loading as you get there, like the 3DS version, and it just looks a little prettier. Yeah, but you know, I thought the the cutscenes looked pretty good. Honestly. Yeah, they weren't bad. Yeah, I mean the the uh, the textures on everyone were kind of plasticky looking, but what do you expect? But generally, I thought they were they were pretty good. I think I the just, um, anime style kind of lends itself. Yeah, which is to this Fire Emblem easier. at this point. Yeah, and would have been in 2017 also. It would it, you know Fire Emblem an anime type thing? I mean, not as bad as what like engages where they have the blue and red hair for uh, the yeah. cover. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. I have not. I still I still haven't played that one by the way. I haven't either. I have, I, I'm, I have no interest. But Oh, and I, I forgot to mention, but I, I wanted to bring it up for this game. This game actually has permadeath you can turn on or off for your characters. Uh, yes, yes it does. I, I turned it off it immediately. I mean, same. I, I play regular Fire Emblem without permadeath just because it's so easy to slip up in, in Fire Emblem. Yeah. You know? And even mm-hmm. this game, like I mentioned, like if you have a flying unit that meets an archer... <laughs> that's not your fault that's just bad luck sometimes yeah i mean she's gonna be dead like for cordelia i i used i think it's camilla a lot which is a wyvern rider yeah once i got her i used her a whole bunch and once i was to, to kind of go on our earlier comment when i was googling on facebook and i always look for facebook groups to post in so i can get questions comments from people which we'll talk about later in the show and there is a facebook group just for camilla fans i did not join it but i thought about it. i was like okay i don't think i need to go in there uh i mean she is very much a fan service character so that makes oh, a lot of sense yes. i think there was like one point she's like do you want me to step on you or something it seemed like i'm like hey you guys know exactly what you're doing here <laughs> she is your adopted sister in fire emblem fates conquest i guess okay because yeah you so, have I mean, there there's a story to this game that I didn't really understand nor care that it's the the prince the two the two twins you're playing as their mother is being their castle is being attacked by an unknown force 
they escape, their mother gets left behind, and you think she dies in a collapsing tunnel, and then you get the shield, and you have to go get these emblems to put in the shield or something. Yeah. And as you're traveling across the, the map, you're, I guess, running into other factions that are being, that are, tra- that are transported from different worlds that are here, and they're confused, and everyone has an army for some reason. Yeah. I guess. So, yeah, I mean, that is, yeah. I mean, that's a bit, I want to, I feel like Awakening was, the story was not that different. Like, I think you're from a different. I'm, uh, I don't remember. Actually, I shouldn't speak. I oh, don't no, you're good. remember. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I just like in this game, and like I know Crom, you have Crom or Chrome, who's yeah, in this yeah, game. Crom, and yeah, yeah. Lucinda's his daughter, right? Yes, that was a uh, that was the big twist. In, one of the big twists in Awakening. Yes, because uh, okay. when she first appears, she just goes by Marth, and everyone thinks that it's like the reincarnation of like the fabled hero Marth. Oh, okay. I was really confused in this game why she's wearing a mask. She says she's Marth, but I'm like, that's a female oh. voice. Marth is not. I'm like, okay, whatever game. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was, uh, yeah, it, that was that was a neat game because uh, one of the mechanics that kind of kind of lightly comes into uh, Warriors is the uh, like the like the friendship mechanic. Whereas you fight next to a, a person, uh, you get I guess love points. Yeah, you get. <laughs> but in um, it, I mean, it, it. I guess it makes your attacks together stronger or something. And you get, but in awakening, items. okay, uh, yes, yes, that's right. But in awakening, what that also does is your child with that person comes in from the future. Oh, okay. It, it's it, it's neat because uh, you could do that with all the. You could pair up pretty much every character, and they have a child coming from the future. It's. I, I, th- I thought it was neat. I, I'm. That is it, neat. it was neat. <laughs> it was a cool integration. Someday I'll play more. I mean, this game made me kind of want to play some other Fire Emblems because, like, I ended up liking some of the characters. I like Lucinda. I maxed her out even though I never had her because I couldn't figure out how to select her. So <laughs> how to she, change her? Yeah. Yeah, so she was maxed out, and so was Krom was pretty maxed out, too. But after a while, I said, fuck it, and just did the main twins because that was all I could figure. I mean, they were always there, so. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I was missing out. Yeah, kind of, but, like... But also not really because I don't know how much of like the character you're really getting in this game. Like, I feel like you're well, not getting a lot of su- great support conversations between them. No, like I was mostly wouldn't. just I wanted to switch them up so I had each of the different weapons so that way, depending on what yes. I was facing, I could I could win the triangle. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, when you're playing in easy mode, the triangle is less important. You know, mm-hmm. just my time. That's all it was. Yeah, it just took me longer to kill something than it would have otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was no reason to kill random guys in this game other than just if you just want to make a meter go up, because I was really just went for generals and I just went for the lieutenants and stuff like that. I didn't bother with anything else. I mean, that's mostly what I did, but sometimes you just get a big group and you just you want to beat them up. Just so dance with guys. You just want to like swing up a big axe and just hit as much guys as possible. I know I did that with when it came to Dynasty Warriors Gundam. I remember doing that a lot where I fought a lot of. Just enemy just to clear the frickin' map completely. Yeah. This game, I, I didn't bother much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I largely would also kind of mainline it to the captain or lieutenant units or whatever and clear them out, but every would need a little help so I'd go and beat up a bunch of no-name guys to hopefully get <laughs> one of them to drop a health item. Well, yeah, the yeah. item I in this game were, were weird, but I, I, I didn't fully get that. <laughs> There were a bunch of different items. You had the healing items. Like, you had a, so this game has a bunch of different items that drop too. I know there's a healing item. There's items that refill your 
different gauges for your special abilities, which I didn't really pay attention to. Other than like, oh, cool. And I guess you get item drops like weapons or something, right? Uh, yeah. But also, like, I, you should. You're supposed to be able to like have some with you that you can kind of pop on command, right? I think so. I, I did it a couple <laughs> times, but not not a lot. Yeah, because I noticed some of my characters had a little icon on the bottom screen that was the shape of a bottle. But oh, yeah. others didn't. I don't know how to, like, I never figured that one out. <laughs> well, on easy, we didn't have to. Yes. I mean, I did <laughs> once, but then I just decided I'm just going to send this person to the other side of the map and have another character deal with the problem. I mean, that's a fair way to do it, too. There's also pots to break through throughout the battles in the uh, areas. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of saying a little bit of the story earlier. Like, I mean, there's a whole story of these worlds colliding, and then you're you spend a good amount of chapters just fighting other people who think you're the enemy because you end up rescuing like their sister or something, and the other people see, "Oh, you have my sister, let's kill them," and then they join you afterwards. It's kind of yeah. Weird. You get to do that exact same storyline with both the families from Fate. <laughs> it's oh, very see, cool. Okay, see, it meant nothing to me because I didn't know that they were from Fates or anything. I was like, okay, one's a samurai family that has a lot of siblings that want to kill me, and one has a dominatrix dragon rider with a family that wants to kill me. So I'm like, all right. I had no idea who they were. Oh, well, uh, sorry, I was saying uh, you'll 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 probably, unfortunately, never be able to play that full story now because uh, Nintendo shut down the 3DS eShop, so you'll never be able to play that third story. <laughs> Let's just well, say if I wanted I mean, I to. I bet there's ways. You can I call your uncle right at now, Nintendo. today, if I wanted to. Oh, call your uncle at Nintendo, he'll get you a copy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. I'm pretty sure I have a copy of all three accessible to me. Well, you know say. what? I, I I forgot the one thing that sucks. That really sucked when this game came out was that, that? they had a limited edition uh, box set that came with all three, but like it was super limited. It like sold out immediately, like these things do, and uh, you know you're never able to get it again. I think that was the only way to get like a physical copy of like the third story oh for birthright yeah, or what is fate, it called yeah. again fate. i don't know why I, yeah. I keep calling it conquest and birthright for some reason were that the name of the other chapters or i'm just making up stuff yeah 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 uh the okay. samurai one is is birthright and uh the medieval themed one is is conquest so you're oh. you're not completely wrong you're just slightly wrong but you're in the <laughs> yeah. ballpark i'll take slightly wrong <laughs> you know that's better than completely wrong Yes. You see, it's just one of those series, but that that is sucky. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people will talk about that, like, you know, the way that with us going all digital, the games go away. And I used to get really worried, but all those WiiWare games that went away, I, they're accessible. All of the Xbox Live Arcade games that went away, they're accessible. So they're not really good. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, uh, emulation is getting good. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. I was actually going to emulate this at first, but since I owned a copy, I was like, well, I'll just play it legit. That was my solution. And I'm glad I did, because I got to play in the 3DS. Did you mess a lot around a lot with like upgrading your characters and upgrading weapons? I was I, I started messing around with it a little bit. Uh the, like the uh, what, are they called emblems on the character? Like yes. upgrades. Yeah, yeah. Different uh, emblems. I started doing that. Yeah, I started doing that near kind of the end of where I was playing because uh I mean I had completely forgot to do it for I don't know how many stages, so I just had a ton of materials to use up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, you get like it's, it's easy. You get a ton, but it's easy to like remember to do these upgrades between story missions. You also get better it's, equipment too. Like I would opt, you could optimize characters too, which I did sometimes just to give them the best yeah. weapons. I didn't really. Care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, 
I, I, I would forget to do that. And then I would have a bunch of new weapons and I'd try to use them. And then my guy wasn't upgraded enough. So that's when I had to kind of do the upgrades. Kind of rem- remember where that was in the in, in the in the menus. Cause, it's in the smithy, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not friendly. No, it's not. And uh, like uh, the 3DS Fire Emblem games were a bit like that. Like, but the um, like three houses really kind of uh, streamlines that and kind of makes it maybe a little more cumbersome to get to because between battles in that game, you go back to a kind of hub world. So okay. it's a little more cumbersome in that you have to walk to things, but oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little more user-friendly than just having menus that you can kind of forget to even interact with. Someday. So I keep telling myself, someday. <laughs> That's what I always say. I'm like, someday I'll get to this game. Someday I'll get to that game. Well, I, who knows? But hey, I got to this game finally. So I, I mostly enjoyed running around the maps and just killing things. And the story was progressing. I didn't really know where it was going or like eventually you kind of get villains or you find out that there's one of these sorcerers that's bringing people from the other dimensions and it's his fault. And, and he was a villain from one of the games, I guess. I don't really I didn't really know who he was or anything like Valamore or something. There's a bunch of stuff like that. I mean, I was mostly just playing it to play it. I mean, eventually the story, I felt it was I mean, it gets I thought it was fine. Later on, you start fighting more monster enemies and less just soldiers. So that was kind of nice to have something else to look at than the same old stuff. I mean, I know eventually you start getting claws. And I remember like I was messing with the emblem stuff. I couldn't tell like there were there are certain emblems I couldn't even upgrade because didn't fight the enemies yet. You know, it was like, oh, you can, you know, it would just be blank with question marks. I hadn't gotten to beasts and the type of stuff that comes in this game later. Oh, so another thing I, I want to talk about is, so since you played more Fire Emblems, you might know this better than I do. Because as the game progresses, you find out it's all about this, this shadow dragon thing or some kind of big dragon. Right. Is that from more than one game? I'm, I'm assuming that must be a villain in more than, than some of the games. I, I, dragons, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think here. I feel like maybe Fates. Big dragon at the end. Okay. Yeah. Awakening, I don't believe that. I think that was just like a, a rude wizard. Okay. I definitely want to play Fates now. I'm, I'm going to have to do that at some point. Yeah, Fates is, is cool. It, it's, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I think Awakening is the better game, but uh, I, 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 if I remember, Fates, I think, uh, kind of has is more like user-friendly. Okay. I'm good with yeah. that. I, I, I like user-friendly. This game was pretty user-friendly, other than switching out troops that wasn't user friendly to get the heroes i wanted but eh, whatever yeah i i like too heavy on menus between the between the the kind of battles it, it wasn't it wasn't good for me <laughs> Did not no like there that. was a lot of menuing i mean luckily at least on easy we didn't i feel like we didn't have to do a lot of it but there is a there's a lot of different options to play with and the ordering of your comrades and all that like there's a lot of features to this game yeah there is i don't it, I mean, so that's not like a thing in like other Musou games, really, as far as you no. can tell. Yeah, not that I the ones I played, I, I don't remember that being like a thing. No, because they were trying to incorporate the Fire Emblem stuff. And with that being a strategy yeah. type game, they wanted to incorporate strategy into their Musou game where I just wanted to kill things. You know, that's a Musou game. <laughs> I didn't mind all the different objects like, oh, this mage put a shield up or this mage is casting a lightning spell. Go kill him. I didn't I didn't. I, I enjoyed all the sub stuff that comes up, too. And eventually, as the game progresses, you get to you find out that your friend that's been with you this whole time, like Dario or something, turns out to be a villain and betrays you. Well, that was a neat part of storytelling. I did not see it coming or care. But like, oh, all right, we get to kill Dario. All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I I, I didn't care about the um, 
the characters that were made for this game. If I'm being honest, <laughs> like the two twins, even like visually, they look like they're not from Fire Emblem games to me. <laughs> like their Fair. hair was was weird in a way that Fire Emblem doesn't go, and their armor design was kind of it did not feel of of the same piece as you know Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah, because they're just different characters. They're just you know brand new characters yeah, made for this. Just, so I mean I you know I bought this game to play with my friends my 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 friends from Fire Emblem I didn't necessarily <laughs> care about these new people I I didn't know who anybody was really except for the amiibos I have yeah I'm like I know who Martha is I know who Lucinda is because I have her amiibo I know who Chrome is and and Corin and that was about it yeah oh and to call <laughs> I actually have an amiibo to call I forgot I had but I pulled it out because. This game also has amiibo support where you can put your amiibos on your 3DS and you get you get random items and you can do up to five a day. Oh, that's cool. It doesn't I, matter what amiibos you do because I tried Fire Emblem amiibos, I tried Smash Brothers amiibo, I just had different amiibos around me and it didn't matter. So I mean, I like when games have, when the the games have that. And then like, yeah, I uh, uh, amiibos are not a thing that I had ever uh, got into. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. I, I I know that I don't have the space for them, so I never started. That's a good thing. I have almost the entire Zelda set. I'm missing one Zelda amiibo. Yeah. Well, good luck finding that one. Well, I'm about to pay more than I want to pay. Yeah. (laughs) 30, 40 bucks. I do not want to pay, but I will be paying because there's no other way to get the one I'm missing. So I've been waiting for a reprint, but I don't think they're going to reprint it. So I'm missing the uh, link from Link's Awakening. When that came out, I'm missing that one. I'm a big Zelda fan, so. I have all the Zelda amiibos. And uh, last thing I want to talk about in the game, like kind of for like, at least for the story mode, is you kind of, after you fight Darius, you find out Darius' whole plan is to summon this dragon, the big shadow dragon, whatever the fuck it was. And then you fight a giant dragon at the end of this game, which I thought was kind of cool. Like even fighting, same with him fighting Darius, I thought were both kind of cool fights. I did not make it that far. Oh, you didn't finish the story? No, I didn't. <laughs> You're fine. You, you, hey, guess what? The game doesn't change. You, It's the same Muso. Well, you know, I figure I'll just save it for later, you know, as a treat. <laughs> well, when it comes to like Darius, it's a little bit annoying because you fight him a whole bunch, and then you have, then he like powers himself up, and you got to go run around the map, and enemies keep spawning, and then the Shadow Dragon's kind of the same way, where you can you can damage him a bit, and you have to run away to go fight things while you're my my team just stayed there and got murdered by him. So the only person left alive was me. Whoa, sounds not that great. If I'm being honest, it wasn't. And then there's one yeah, other mode. <laughs> Mode in this yeah, game, I won't finish this game. You should finish it just because, in my opinion. We'll see. It took me ten hours to beat it. That was it. That's I've yeah, I've probably I'm probably like seven or eight into it, so it's not that far away. I could probably probably polish it off in a day or two. It's like twenty three or twenty four chapters in the game. Okay. So you're probably near the end, depending on how far you got. Yeah, well, you know, I will I I will probably play more of it just because it is such a good um Thing to do with your fingers while you watch anything else. Well, I completely understand. I edit podcasts all the time when I watch TV, so I get it. Yeah. But no, I mean, I was playing well, this game too while I watch TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's um, I, I, it's harder to watch TV and play Baldur's Gate three. You know? Yeah, because I have probably a lot more decision making than you know Fire Emblem Warriors. You're just pressing buttons on your three. Yeah. Yeah. When when you're playing Baldur's Gate three, at best you can watch some uh, Degrassi or uh, Seventh Heaven. <laughs> Things that really you don't got to pay attention to. That was a true Canadian right there talking about Degrassi. <laughs> yeah, I think we have it here too, but I've never watched it. <laughs> but I know of it. <laughs> or oh, did you mess with one? So this game had a few other modes. Did you mess with the history mode at all? 
I played with it a little bit just to test it out. So the history mode, I, I I'm guessing it, it lets you pick battles that were from the those couple Fire Emblem games where you could see like and but it looks like a chessboard almost where like you have your enemies will spawn, you fight certain enemies and then things will happen, more enemies will spawn. You can and you can pick and choose the enemies you want to fight to try to get across this board. I beat one of them and then I said fuck it with the rest. But that was all I, I experienced with it. It it didn't seem too interesting to me. That game mode was was turn based. It's not. It's just like the okay. regular this it's just like this, but you just pick what enemy you want to go over to. You attack the enemy and then you end up in a little like a like a whole new mission. Like in the like the regular missions. Okay. It's well, not that cool. Maybe, maybe if you're like hardcore into like awakening and fates, but I mean I like it, but I wouldn't say that I'm hardcore about it that where I would go and do this. I mean it's cool like if you knew like what was going on, like one was you're gonna go stop this this wizard guy from summoning a dragon. One was you went and go fought two of the brothers, like Ryoma and somebody else. Yeah. But it meant nothing to me. Okay. And I was just done with uh, the game at that point. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe that stuff is for, like, guys that want, like, anyone that wants to, like, kind of go back and play the uh, the 3DS games but don't want to find their cartridges. Or I guess if you just want more Fire Emblem, I think is really what it is. Like, it's a great way for, if you wanted to grind more, it gives you an objective to then play the game more. You know? That's true, and like this, the, we were still like two years away from New Fire Emblem when this game came out. So I guess you kind of take what you can get then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't remember the, this either. This for the Switch or the Switch version being a big deal when it came out, but it could have been. I just wasn't paying attention. No, I don't think it was. I, I yeah, I think kind of uh, like the Zelda Muso kind of took all the all the thunder for that. Like I don't, I don't remember these being hyped or particularly well received. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, I i don't remember like i don't remember seeing any reviews or any talk of about this game or even the sequel honestly more about the sequel but not as much about this game i'm looking at the metacritic now because i'm just curious it's, uh 74 metascore that's not bad but that's for the switch version and then the 3ds got a 69 there you go all right before we go on to questions comments or memories any last things you want to say about this game yeah i mean this game if nothing else made you want to play the sequel Okay. Which is a game that I have downloaded on my Switch, but I have not thought about in like two years or something. <laughs> so, you know, on the plus side, I already own the game, so I, I can play it. Um, sure. Moose are fun. They're okay. All right. And I got I got a few comments. I didn't get many, but as I, I do every episode. So here's the from the I watched the entire Orbit Super Replay group from Trent Foreman. This is a long one, but I'm going to read it. He's a big mm-hmm. Fire Emblem fan. As a massive Fire Emblem fan, I did enjoy a lot about this game. Fire Emblem really is a great franchise for Nintendo to use for a warrior-style spinoff. However, a big critique I have is the character choices for the roster. I don't mind focusing on only a couple games and make a certain degree of sense. Given how there are literally hundreds of Fire Emblem characters, my issue is the balance among the three games they chose. The three focus games were Awakening, Fates, and Shadow Dragon. Okay, cool, so I can expect to see several characters from all three of those, right? wrong instead they gave an abundance of fate characters and hardly any shadow dragon characters at all nine characters in the base game plus three is dlc for fates and only three in the base game and there's three is dlc for shadow dragon it's kind of bogus at the very least they should have had those three dlc shadow dragon characters in the base game and given three different ones as dlc that would at least have put it on the same fields awakening which had a total of nine characters representing it and as far as I'm concerned, saying that the reason for the imbalance is due to Fates being more popular than Shadow Dragon completely and totally invalid. They constantly chose to make Shadow Dragon 
one of the three focus games, they advertise it, they hype it up to give it the, sa- the shaft that after this crap, if they didn't really want to use it, then they should have just either picked a different game for the third focus or just stuck with two focus games. That doesn't detract from the fun of the gameplay itself. It's still a good, fun time for a franchise that's heavily focused on its characters. It's a big thing and definitely worth bringing up and being disappointed with. Okay. I mean, I couldn't tell. Oh, yeah, there's DLC for this game, too, which I forgot about. All right. And from the Giant Bomb group, the first one from Joey Gills. I've been summoned. Fuck yeah. Moosels. Play all the Moosels. One Piece, Pirate Warriors 3 and 4, Hyrule Warriors, Fire Emblem Warriors and Three Hopes, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2. Best Warriors games for me are the licensed ones. <laughs> and from Andrew Rafalski. A proud, a profound disappointment as somebody who had pl- who has played basically every Musou game but isn't a Fire Emblem guy. This thing just sucks. There's maybe a total of 8 to 10 movesets spread across like 35 characters with straight up 15% of the roster having the same moveset as each other. Chrome, Lucina, Roy, and all the other sword users are straight up copy and paste of each other. Lackluster map, not great music, and mid-ass season pass and maybe 10% of the content Hyrule Warriors had at launch, let alone with two season passes. Suffice to say, fuck this game. <laughs> okay. And then I got two from a fi- the Fire Emblem Saga group that I'm in uh, from Randa Arenes. I enjoyed this game very much. However, it is quite rep- rep- repetitive. Once I learned they weren't going to properly represent all the games in the series, my in- interest was killed. I had expected Koei Tecmo to give Fire Emblem the same love as it gave Hyrule Warriors. And from Simon Wilcock, my least favorite game in the series, unlike Three Hopes, this is just a really generic Fire Emblem game with all the worst tropes of the 3DS era of Fire Emblem. Okay. Oh, I just remembered. Did you ever play the Fire Emblem mobile game? Played. I did play the mobile one probably for longer than I should have. I think about playing it again sometimes. Last time I did, I had a bunch of summons, I guess, and I did those, and then I forgot how to play the game and then didn't play it. So I will probably never interact with that game again. That's the right thing to do with a gotcha game. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever play them again. Yeah. I mean, but it's it's a it's a somewhat decent mobile facsimile of Fire Emblem, I guess. Not too bad. The problem I, is, it, you know, it is a gotcha game. They want you to, to spend money and uh, uh-huh. that gates you at, at, at a point, right? Yeah, I that's, I didn't mess with it much. I, I remember I downloaded it when it came out. I played it for a little bit and then I just fell off it. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Do you do you ever play any other like uh, similar strategy games? Like I think Advance Wars is similar. I really love Advance Wars One, which has been on the show a long time ago. But yeah. I've never played anything else but that. I played Advance okay. Wars Two and could never get into it. Oh, I, I never got into Advance Wars. People love those games. I love one. I I, I thought about it when they did the uh, remakes recently, but uh, I haven't done so. <laughs> yeah, the remakes finally came out too. Yeah. After they put it on hold forever because of the war in Ukraine, that still is going uh, on. So yeah, but I'm glad they finally released it. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll play it. You should. One is really good. If you like Fire Emblem, you'll you'll like Vance Wars One, made by the same people that made the first couple Fire Emblems. So maybe they made more, but I know they definitely made the first couple for GBA. All right, and before we go on to our ranking system, I want to give away a code. Let's see. I have a bunch of Steam codes. Let me just grab one to give away. So you will get this is the code for 112 operator for Steam. The code is 0LDFRZ9Q69LQPWK. That is your Steam code for 112 operator. All right, then we'll go on to shelf stacker box. Shelf being something you really like, stack being something in the middle, and box being something you disliked. And 
I'll go first. I'm going to put this in the stack. I had fun. I enjoyed it. It was a fun Musou romp, but I don't think I ever need to play it again. I don't see myself ever going back to this game for any reason or another, but I'm glad that I played it. I'm glad I experienced it. So going in the stack. And what about you, Joe? I I would probably uh, put it in the same slot as you into the stack. I, I think that this game is all right. I think uh, I think it's worth playing. I think it's if anyone is really into this era of Fire Emblem, which uh, which was a good one, honestly. I think uh, we probably wouldn't have Fire Emblem games coming out now if it weren't for Awakening and well, particularly Awakening. I think Awakening was was pretty important. Uh, if you like those games. Yeah, try this one out and spend a little more time with your friends. And I think that's worth doing. All right. Well, hey, definitely got me interested to play more Fire Emblem. And you got my opinion now to want to check out Awakening someday, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you got a lot of games to get through first, I'm sure. Oh, God, yes. And Fire Emblems are not high on that ranking. But, you know, you never know. Yes, they are long games. That's one reason why it's never happened. I I don't like it. You know, especially if you're doing the three uh, the three (laughs) storylines. Yeah, I mean, if I ever play, I think you'd probably be. I think you'd be okay just doing one of them, honestly. Yeah, if it's like a Pokemon thing where it's a little bit different, then I I wouldn't care. Uh, I mean, the stories are significantly different. Uh, Okay, then I would probably play all three someday. Who knows? All right, (laughs) there you go. It's on my. I'll throw on the list. I just the gameplay is different actually as well. Like uh, the in between uh, battle stuff is different. A conquest is a little more difficult. It just just dawned on me. Someday. <laughs> Someday yeah, I want to play more Fire Emblems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just watch a playthrough. Yeah, I mean, this game just got me interested to, to mess with more in the future. But, all right. And thank you, Joe, for joining me to talk about some Fire Emblem Warriors today. And I want to announce what we're going to be talking about next week. Next week, you can hear all about Gotham Knights. So stay tuned for Batman. A game that's not an Arkham game, and if you think it's an Arkham game, you're not going to enjoy it. But hear what we have to say about Gotham Knights next week. And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 550 other episodes of Games My Mom Found. We do movies, comics, TV shows, whatever people convince me to talk about or I convince people to talk about. So check out our giant catalog. You're sure to find something that you're going to like. And if you want to support the show, we do a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see the link in the show notes. So definitely go check that out and support the show. We have a poll every month. Also, please join our Discord to see the link in the show notes to join our Discord and chat with us. So please do that. We're always happy to have more people on the show and in the in the Discord with us. Also, when you shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok, where she's TikTok famous. She also does Twitch now. You'll see a link to her, her link tree in the show notes. Definitely go support her and check her out. Also, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker to his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40. He's been going on for, like, I think, almost two years. And check out Nomads of Fantasy. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky, and YouTube, but audio only. I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody!